This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Ah, ha, 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 ha. All right. Ha. Hey, ha. buddy. Welcome, everybody, to the Heffron and Reap Show on the podcast, whatever you, however you're listening. Hope all is well. Probably in your headphones. Probably adjusting your headphones right now because these they, they get a little loose on the one side. Um, have you had headphones ever fall in the toilet, John? Ever just have your headphones on and then they fell? Not in a long time, but I have. Uh, yeah, but now with the earbuds, not so much of a problem because there's not a cord. You know, like this has happened where I go to the bathroom in an airport. I'm listening to something with a corded uh, headset, sit down to use the, the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I'm still wanting to hear it. But my stuff's still attached to my uh, iPhone. Yeah. And then when I pull my pants down, rips out of my ears, goes in the toilet. So but with the earbuds, not so much. Ripping out of your ears thing is a pain in the ass. Dude, it's so it's violent in your head when it happens. Hurts. It, yeah. It, it, well, obviously, you have wireless headphones, but they need breakaway emergency cord. So if you do do that thumb thing where your thumb, like, you know, mm-hmm. how many times if you're on the elliptical and you're doing that elliptical move like this, where your thumb hits it? And rips them off you. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. to do that one leg with the elliptical where you're just going up and down like this, you know, and then you get back on and then you have a decision to make going. Do I even feel like finishing this workout? And it's a whole thing. It's embarrassing. And it it's so violent in your brain. It's like someone came up behind you and just punched you in the ear. It's that loud when it gets ripped out of your because you you know it's right there next to your brain and you can hear it it's so loud it pisses me off. Mad. I get instantly mad. mad, but let's. But we're happy. We're happy. Uh it's for well, if you're happy. Podcast. Yeah. If you're listening, please uh, don't forget to subscribe. It seems like I was. I've been watching a lot of podcasts and YouTube videos recently. Uh huh. As you're about to, ouch! My headphones with this. <laughs> um. It seems like a lot of comics asking for things. Like some right. shows, it's almost too much. Yeah. I know we're about to do it and we <laughs> do it. So don't I'm not I'm not saying we're above it, but I don't it's weird. I don't know. Well, let's let's look at it this way. You and I don't have any ads on this podcast. Right. You and I are not making any money on this podcast. Yeah, in we, fact, we're in fact we're spending every, money. Every time every time every time I see you. Uh, we're hemorrhaging, so so it's like our our friendship costs us, uh huh, hundred bucks a week, right? And so, what we're asking for is easy and free. Like for example, well, we have a Patreon page. I I, I don't I, know. If- I didn't mean to bring it up. But the thing I just watched one recently where I'm like, dang, dude, like it's all just we're basically comics over like hats, like you you with you know panhandling. Yeah, that that's what I kind of kind of feels like. I'm but all I'm not, but it's so normal these days that That's it stopped normal. bugging me. It right. used to bug me a lot, but now I go like, well, I'm an idiot for not doing it all these years. And people are used to it now. And plus we're funny. We're cool. You know, it's not like 
we're not offering fun things in return, right? Like we're going live right now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, we're going live from my fan page and John Heffern's fan page. And we see your comments. Like we see Win Bilar, we see Michael, we see Rick and Chris and Fran and Bobby and, and Joey and R- Ronnie, Bobby and Ricky and Mike. The whole new edition gang. Is I here. like you, girl. Who cares who you like? Cool it now. You better slow it down. I'm reading the, the thing, uh, Joey. Cole. Oh, I got Bell's palsy again. Uh, so when I got Bell's palsy, uh, Joey Cola, who's on here, was, uh, yeah. He's, oh no! We were we were friends, but I didn't know him well. And right before I went on stage in Dayton, I was in the lobby of the hotel, all bells palsied out. <laughs> I've seen the picture. Me, he got. I'm gonna click out of the chat room, so I'm not looking because it throws me off. He got on the phone with me and told me for I don't know. We talked for 20 minutes. Well, he talked, and I was like, I was like this. But and he gave me a lowdown of what was going to happen on stage. And if I didn't have that talk, I would have really freaked out. He's like, you're going to get on stage. Lights are going to suck. The sound's going to be weird. You're going to slur. You can do all that. And then I just he got it again. No, Uh, but that's like only seven to eight percent of anybody gets it twice. He got it a second time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, Joey. I hope uh, is it the same side? Is it a different side? Does it balance out? Although, Joey, I will say this, and again, we're comics, so we now is a good time to have Bell's palsy because you could wear your mask when you go oh, out, and right. you, you can't even tell somebody had, you know, it's it sucks when you have it. I was more mortified on how I looked because I, you know, when you're as as handsome and dapper as I am, yeah, if anything happened to your money maker, your face, hundred <laughs> percent, dude. And I know it sounds funny, but like this is the moneymaker, as goofy as it is. People laugh at this, and I need both sides to work. I mean, the get the idea of getting Bell's palsy scares the crap out of me. It's scary, and it sucks. And he said he got the other side, which would maybe again. Um, I've made these jokes about me, so I'm not like evens it out. Yeah, you know, I would literally a joke in my act about. I asked the doctor if, if it's going to get better. And he says, you could have it forever. Um, and I'm like, what medication do you take? And he says, there's nothing, but it, but it's stress related. So you just got to cut down on, on your stress. And my joke is I said, okay, there's no cure and I could have it f- forever. I got to be honest with you. The left side is starting to tingle now, but then if you drop it and then it all kind of matches. So, Hey, by the way, um, Speaking of money makers and vanity, I did something over the weekend which I never thought I would do. Oh no! Wait, what did you? What is it? Something physical that I could look at and see? Yes. <laughs> I love your smile, John. I mean, you got a great smile. You see, um, I, did, I did two things. Something's different. Mm-hmm. Is I'm it? Actually, does it have anything? I, I know you got the baby tooth pulled. That's pulled. That's, That's gone. gone. Yeah. Now we're working. You shaved. Out. You're clean shaven. There's no stubble whatsoever. You you have no stubble. And um, you're not wearing your glasses right now. Has anything to do with your eyes? Uh, that you're getting warmer. Did you get, you did not get Botox, did you? No. No. What'd you do? I tell you. Yeah, please. This is such a uh, my age guy thing. I, don't. I, don't, I have no idea. What'd you do? Oh, did you get your eyebrows done? 
and my eyebrows. I, I got I had my eyebrows threaded. <sighs> I've seen the stuff in the mall. It hurts. They got the ladies with the, the well, threads I and they had, go like this. So I had those old guy ones where out of my eyes, I would see the curly eyebrows. Like every time I looked, I would see a shadow. <laughs> right, right, right. The, the eyebrows doing this type of thing. So then I went and got my, my hair cut. And then the dude upselled me and says, you know, I got shampoo that'll get rid of some of that gray. Oh, he die. Watch Interesting. It. Just so you can. Oh, look at that. Oh, your hair looks great. Dude, you look 10 years younger. So he got rid of it. So then he dyes the gray, right? And then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm officially that guy. I'm officially the, the guy who dyes his hair guy. Oh, man. You've always been that guy just waiting to turn gray. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then I go, can you clip these old man eyebrows? Like, right, you know, they always take the, the comb and, and do that. And then he upsold me again. It's like, you should just mm. get them done. I'm like, nah, I've seen guys that get them done. There's a flat line that goes on one side of the eye and a flat line that goes to the other. It looks like you put wax and just rip right. it off. And then I wear a gold chain and wear a car. Like, that's not the look that I, I want to <laughs> go for. And he goes, no, I'll shape them. And then you just get rid of your old the old man fluffy parts. So then the girl came in with the threading, dude. Have you ever? I've seen it. What do they do? I wanted to cry. I don't know. I asked her, I go, is this going to hurt? And then she goes, men think it does. That's all she said. Slam. Slam. Oh, by the way, happy International well, Woman's Day. I'm, I'm closing that place. I don't like that attitude. All men don't cry. But yeah, so so they take this thread or this thread and they just go pink and they pull it and it chops your. Why do they even need the thread? Why can't they use scissors? I, I don't know the philosophy, but it hurts. It hurts, and I oh. hated every moment of it. It seems, it then, seems yeah, like a dumb, yeah, archaic know. thing, but, I, but it looks good. The, the, the thread person. Huh? Uh, do you know how, how much would you tip? If somebody threads your eyeballs or your things, how much eyebrows. would you tip them? Uh, uh, right. Okay, first know? of all, I didn't know if this is a tipping thing. I don't tip everybody all the time. I tip people who expect tips. You know, pizza guys, maybe a Uber guy. You know, I don't, I don't tip the phone company or whatever. But I'm trying to think. You, you probably tipped them five bucks. No, I, uh, I tipped uh, no, like twenty. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you tip an eyebrow person twenty dollars? How much I, was the whole process? I don't know because I also bought product. <laughs> so the whole man, this so, person's good. We're gonna hire them for the podcast. So I got, I saw I got a haircut. How good that looks, though. Yeah, so, your hair looks great. I mean, it's a little because I have. Head I mean, you look great. The end results looking good, but we uh, don't know how much it costs. Well, eyebrows and the hair, and then I bought some thickening spray. Have you noticed it kind of looks thicker in this little thing? And then I bought this pomade that you just put a little here and you rub it and you go like that. And you put your head down, you go like that, and then you have your assistant come and do that, and then they move you. Um, Quick question, John. I'm, yeah. How do you spell pomade? Don't help him. Uh, palm, uh, pomade. Is that what's also five? That's pomegranate. I was. P I'm asking palm, for a specific reason. P uh, pomade. P a l m. Uh, M A D E. See, in my brain, 
it was palm aid, but I think it's just pomade. Like p, there's no. I don't think it has anything to do with your palms. But but, Paul? but pomade. Like, like my Paul made this. My Paul made this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It was just um, like like a dad would say, huh, 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 how much you pay for, for that hair? Well, you know, I can make that in the garage. Hey, Paul made it for nothing. <laughs> yeah. How much you spend? Twenty dollars. A lot of money. The oil in the back. I'll pull me. Yeah. Paul made that for um, real quick. Tell everybody to share this because we're going live on both of our Facebook and YouTube pages. There's a share button. And this is how you can help us for free. This will cost you no money, and it will help us grow this podcast. There's a little share button at the bottom right corner of the screen. Go ahead and do it now. And me and John, we're not. We're gonna just stare at each other. Right now, I want to finish the story. Are we doing it now? Or oh, I'm sorry. Doing- I just didn't want to forget. Yeah, uh, look, I got um, sidetracked. I got sidetracked. I, it's okay. It's okay. I'm looking, and I don't know. If anybody had to guess on what I paid for all three things. Oh, okay. So I got my hair done. Right. Haircut. Keep in yep. mind, uh, I'm not in Los Angeles anymore. So some of this stuff seems way not as much money as we used to spend because you're not living in California. Right. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Right. 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 In fact, you didn't pay $20 for parking. So, but dude, look, I mean, let me look close. <laughs> All right, you want me to guess first, or you want the people uh, watching us live? Justin Henze says $75. Mike, do you see my eyebrows? Do they look shaped? They look they look great, and I don't remember what they looked like before, but they look perfect. They look great. <laughs> they look great. See if I have gray hair? When, when Beller says $56. I also bought a thickening spray and a palmade. Uh, fifty-five, uh, five point five ounce. Wow. So that's so. Throw that in there. That that's now. Now we're up to hundred hundred dollars with Jody Brown and Kevin Stone says forty. Lori says a uh, uh, eighty. Go, look at all the numbers coming in. Jackie Betts says a hundred and thirty dollars. The wind has went up to eighteen hundred in Thailand. Forty-five bucks for a haircut. Uh, right, John, you, did in, you did this in Michigan. Eyebrows, haircut. What else? Dye. Hair dye. dye. So they've washed your hair as well. They wash your hair and then you had to put, uh, you had to sit okay. there for five minutes. And you, I'm and- going to say all of that was $175. You the lady next to you. But you tip the thread. Uh, all right, Kim, I don't know what, what are you supposed to tip? Do you tip? Okay, let, let me ask you this, John. You get your hair cut. I had three people touching my head. Right, Ooh. so I sat down. The guy comes, who's I finally found a, a good hair person. He goes like that to my head, right? And he goes, "Okay, here's what we do. We're just gonna fade." Da, 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 da. And then I go to the thing, and then some girl comes and she shampoos me. Favorite part of the whole the whole time. By that the way, feels good. There, there was a, a bit a place where you just went and they just shampooed your hair for thirty minutes. I'm in. membership i'm there a couple times a week did she sing that song i'm gonna wash that gray right out of his hair i'm gonna wash (laughs) then she left and then i sat down and then he cut my hair then he says let's let's uh do whatever uh color it or whatever it's called i went back to the little thing somebody else came and got a squeezy bottle and put it like dyed my hair 
And then I went back and got my hair cut. And then the eyebrow <clears throat> girl comes. So that's. Yeah. How much would you tip the shampoo person? The Wait, did you tip each person individually? Everybody. So no, I'm not doing but, okay. So wait, um, John. Yeah. At the end of the day. I Venmo. Uh, you paid with a credit card. It's just one line for tip. Do you go? Do you walk around with cash and just go? Well, here's a little something for you. Here's a little something for you. Here's a little something for you. I mean, how do you tip them individually? They had a Venmo uh, board, poster board, on their cash register. So each person that touched your Venmo head had their own cash register. But Venmo, like I Venmoed, oh, like on their phone. So I Venmoed the eyebrow girl, yeah. right? And I was just sitting there. Did she uh, ask you to do that? Does she have a sign that says "Now accepting tips via Venmo"? It said "Tips Venmo." It's very, very. Well, there you go. She had yeah. it out there. That's why you didn't just randomly do it. She was kind of asking for it. Well, everyone. That's how you tip everyone. So then I was waiting for my product, and I I'm tipping everybody. And then they all have Apple watches. And I just, as they're doing other people's hair, some of them would look at me and just give me a thumbs up and point at the watch. Like they just got their tip. Mm, I don't like this. <laughs> so I don't like this. I remember the days when I'd walk, go to a mall mm -hmm. and go like, I'm in a city. I don't know. I'm like, well, I need a haircut. I'll just walk into master cuts and go like, uh, do you have, uh, is there someone that you have, you want to see? I'm like, nope. I don't know anybody in here but I feel like you're all qualified to cut my hair. Oh my God. No. And then they just cut my hair and I tipped them one, one, one person on the tip line with a credit card. And you know, maybe five bucks. I'm giving I'm 20. Going to, I'm, I'm scrolling right now. I have, Oh, I have it. I have it. Did I, have I ever shown you this, John? I don't know. What, what are we talking about? I'm going to send you Alan. I'm going to send you a picture. Everyone do what John's doing. If you could share this. Because I mean, this listen, this is conversation gold talking about my eyebrows. Haircut. <laughs> yeah, your friends go. We're at twenty minutes so, already. This is great. This is yeah. We just need that Venmo. <laughs> else, we'll just we'll just put up a Venmo thing and just let people Venmo us. Um. By the way, oh, no, my brain's all over the place. Yeah. So the the grand total, which the salon, the place was great. Um, I've been going to a barber. But I don't have good barber stories. It's too intimidating when I go here in town and sit at the barber shop because it's all older. Like a, like a man barber shop. You sit there and you go, well, but just make sure you, you get a tooth and scissor blended here. I have rules for my hair. And they all look at you like, who's the guy who mm -hmm. knows how to get his hair cut? You just get it and you put on your hat and you leave. Right. So I decided. Uh, uh, yeah. Somebody said, I'm so I'm. You know, huh? yeah, no, I, uh, for, for, for years I have not had a one barber that I go to all the time or hairstylist, but recently since I've moved back to Hickory and one of my best friend's wives is a hairstylist, I have been going to her only and it's nice, and I, but I'm not used to it. Like, and I like it. I wish I, I, I would have had that luxury this whole time in LA. And I didn't. I would just go to Floyd's. I, it was I, always a different person. One I time I was making appointments Floyd. for my hair, you know? I was at Floyd's and uh, maybe even by you. 
and the, the person's cutting my hair and you kind of look to see who's going to know how to cut your hair. And they spun me around, you know, to cut the other side and the guy in the seat right next to me who also got spun around that now we're making eye contact <laughs> was um, the dude from Backstreet Boys, the lead singer. What's his face? The blonde guy. Justin Timberlake. No, that's in sync. Nick. Nick Car- N- N- Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Carter? Yeah, he's just staring right at me. That's hilarious. And I didn't know. I'm like, do I, I don't say anything? And you just kind of just stare. And you just. And you went, all right. My haircut's done. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Now we're just going to stare at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was great. So, Alan, did you get that picture? Did it? it Yes. I saw it. Alan is ready. He what says time? that both photos that you sent are ready to and use. And the hair, the hair one. So this is one of the worst haircuts I ever got on the road going to a random. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. I was at the front. Look at the back, dude. Look how I you was. look like you just rubbed a balloon on your head. Um, <laughs> look at how bad the back is and the, the, the spiking. I look. swear that looks like a. A bird. What bird am I thinking of? Look at it. Look, look. Do you see my scalp right there? That's me leaving the hair. <laughs> That's what I didn't sleep. I didn't shower. That's the <laughs> look on your face is great. So pissed. And then I get on stage at the whatever comedy club, <laughs> and I was so yeah. I was so pissed. Uh, How bad that is. I'm still growing that out. How long ago was that? I don't even know. But I'm still. I mean, here's the same size. You kept it. In your photos, so, like, that's great. But uh oh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> never gonna live that one down. Oh, you should find out who that is and shame them. Oh man, that's good stuff. That's a random. You know those places that go, hey, we're cool. We got sports playing when you're getting your hair cut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the, I would walk into a random, you know, uh cuts by Sam's. Or whatever it's called, Fantastic Sam's in Studio City sometimes. And I would have to just tell them what I wanted, but I would have, but none of, no, none of them's uh, first language was English. Like they're all from other countries. Right, right. So I'd be like, just take a little bit off of the sides. Yeah. And a little bit. And I'd show a picture and go, can you do this? That's what that Nick guy did. Not that I'm, I don't like gossip about people's business, but he Googled himself. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Showed a, a picture and goes, This, <laughs> I'm done. And this is what I, I think I look great here. Can we do this again? Yeah, here's a headshot of me 10 years ago. I went, yeah. <laughs> right. You need makeover. What? Um, oh, yeah. So, how much was it? How much did it cost you? Because there's all these guesses on the table. We can't. This is an open loop. I, I would say it was about 110. Hmm. I said 135. 110s. For all three things and all the tipping that you did. The products are the most expensive. Yeah, it's all the same, dude. Right. But uh, you look great, so I hope you feel great. Rick Sanford the third said 250. But uh, it's $110. Randy Taylor got it. Got it for $110. Congratulations, Randy Taylor. You get a Hefford and Reap shout out. Here it comes. Randy Taylor. 
Um, now I'm looking at my credit card bills, seeing how many apps do you think you, you pay for on your phone that you don't use? Oh, I just, I just many. Yeah. Uh, I I, I'll give you a number seven, <laughs> like 70 bucks worth of, of probably stuff. I need to go back. I need to go through my credit card and really trim the fat. Yeah. I got a bunch that I don't even have any. Yeah. I was going to say adult sites that you just forget. that. (laughs) Well, back in the day, but now everything's free. Yeah. You know, you don't have Um, to do that anymore. I want to do, I want to do this real quick. Uh, Shameless plugs. Finally have a date to plug April 15th through the 18th. Tempe improv Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Also John Reap. Efren and Reap. Shameless plugs. Next Thursday. Nashville Zanies Comedy Club. Oh boy. So, Best yeah. comedy club in the country. So your share thing, what was your share? I cut you off because I was talking about my eyebrows. No. I, I think I put the message out there. Like if all these people that are leaving comments right now, like Kevin and Victoria and Rick and Bob and Shane and Sharon and Ray. What's like, your uh what, what were you gonna say though? Instead of typing stuff right now, if they took a second. And just hit this share button at the bottom of the screen. And while people are doing that, so because here's my theory: they're afraid. They're afraid to stop looking and stop typing for fear of missing something. It's called FOMO, and I don't want them to miss out. And so we're not gonna we're gonna give them nothing, so that they can take this time to share. And I figure we make a contest out of it. I figure we stare at each other. It's we called the sh- huh? I stare at you. You stare at me. Yeah, it's a staring contest. It's a sharing, staring contest. Well, first person to blink has to share something from the other person's page on you know our uh, like uh, Facebook pages. Yeah, it could be, we'll, we'll, you could choose Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you want me to sh- share. If I lose you're I though, where you're at an advantage, my eyes look beautiful right now. Like I just got new, new That's eyes. True. So you're going to get, it's going to be easier for you. Hmm. Okay. Take your glasses uh, off, please. Oh, my, 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 my. I can play. Do, do we want what's no, I don't want you to do it with the glasses on because I can't tell if you blink. I'm going to be staring right at you. Can I play music? Yeah. Play okay. some uh, share stare music. Share stare. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. And while you're doing it, you listen to the. I'm going to stare at the camera. Hi. Um, we've got to talk about our city things. Hey, by the way, Sharon said she would share. Lost feed last time. So Sharon, the word share is in your name, Sharon. This is for you, Sharon. Share. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. Can you hear this? Yeah. I'm staring right at you. Wait, you're starting? Wait, don't start yet. Blink a couple okay. times. All right. <clears throat> no, no blinking, right? No blinking. See how far you can go. I and mean, we can talk while we're staring. Okay, you going? That's even harder. Ready? Yeah, count to three and we'll just go. He haven't counted to three yet. I eased into it. If you noticed. Ladies and gentlemen, the contest has started. This is official starting of the share stare contest. And also, John, have. Ah! Do you want to redo it? Did you mess up? Let's redo it. Do you know if you stare at. Yeah, 
you stare at, at somebody for a long period of time, you can fall in love with them. So be careful, John Reap. Okay. Okay, ready? It's it's a long time. Ready? Count to three, and we'll start the contest for real. Okay. One, two, three. All right, I'm into this, dude. I'm looking right down the barrel of the camera. I've not blinked yet, but my eyes are getting itchy and they're getting hot already. Heffron. I blinked. I blinked. Oh. <laughs> That's two zero. We're, we're tied. It's the share stare contest. It's one to one. Who's got money on who on the next round? This is for this is this is for the championship. And I, I gotta tell you something. I used to be good at this. And I, I think I think what's happening, like I'm moisturized now because I'm old and I've I'm a ginger and I don't want my skin to get all nasty. And my dermatologist told me to put moisturizer on every time I get out of shower. And I put it all up in my beard and my neck. And I also just do it like this. And I feel like it gets in my eyes sometimes. All right. Let's do it again. I'm going to shut my eyes until you count from three to one. And then I'm going to share stare the at your ass off your eyes out. I'm going to stare like, like eighties booth. Like, uh-huh. Like okay, Powers booth? Here we go. Okay. One, two, three. It's on, dude. I feel good. I had my eyes shut for a minute, and now I feel like I saved up my tears for this moment. And this is the share stare. While we're doing this, you should be hitting the share button. Oh, I kind of flinched. Uh, did that count? Ah! Damn it! It hurts. You're good at this, John. You know what? I think it's because you got your eyebrows done. Yeah, I feel better. I feel better. Uh, I don't know why I held my breath that whole time, though. That oh, was, I guarantee you for holding breath, I could beat you on that. Uh, well, that's a whole, um, that's a whole other story. That's not the share stare. That'll be something else. Uh, be, you take my breath away. I know. That's what I was just. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, karaoke, right? Karaoke. Oh, yeah. So, oh, also, we should talk about because as we're taping this, as we're going live, today's uh, Monday, March the 8th. Uh, happy International Woman's Day, John Heffern. Thank you very much. Hey, shout out to all the all the. Yeah, and I'd like to apologize to all of the women in America. This is not for you. This is happy International Woman's Day. So I can't. Sorry, it's international. Not this nation. Although, what does international mean? Why don't they just say Happy Woman's Day? Because that would that would cover every woman on the globe. I don't know why uh, they need to put international in there. It's on pancakes. So it would be, <laughs> you know, if you just said pancakes. Yeah. Happy uh, International House, international House of Women's Day. I wob. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we can do a hold the breath thing and then we'll get. No, 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 no. Are you serious? You want to hold? I, I don't. I can't tell. You could be cheating, John. Okay, so there's that. If we do this, we're gonna have to do it like outside of the studio, where we go underwater. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, we could be cheating. Okay. Happy International Women's Day. Um, shout out to all the women for real. Uh, thank you for giving birth to uh, me and John Heffern, uh, mm-hmm. specifically Betty Reap. And uh, John Heffern's mom as well. Um, but yeah. I don't, uh, that was, fu- uh, that's hilarious. The International House of Pancakes. 
But 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 do do you understand my point? Why are they saying International Women's Day? Why can't they just say Women's Day? And that would cover every woman on the globe. Or do they not want to celebrate women? Why don't they say Happy Interstellar Women's Day? What if there's life on Mars that are female? Do we not care about them? I think uh, I think every day is Women's Day, John. Oh, I think you're being kind God. of sad. This is why he wins things. Yeah, I, I think it should be every day. Oh, it should be women's uh, hour day every every day. Man, um, that's good, John. I I, I out there, I haven't, I haven't read this line, but you know, there's some dude going, "Why isn't there an International Males Day?" You know, you know, there's that yeah. guy. It's actually Man's Day. I don't understand. Why is there not Man's Day? I'm gonna have a Man's Day party something yeah. i don't know why i'm talking talking like that hey, i mean there probably is one but man. i don't care about it you know what i mean like if it when it happens unless it's like something to talk about that's trending just for me and you to talk about because we like to talk in front of people well today's also um get over it day <laughs> for real get over it day no uh, it's not and then yeah i'm reading the special events it's also Organize your home office day. Huh? Uh, Dude, I just did that. Unique names day. It's too, uh, many day. it's too many days, man. And also meatball day. Hold on. Before, Ooh, no, I can get behind this. It's, it's meatball day and crab meat day. Hmm. I like both of those. <laughs> See, I didn't know, but it's not international meatball day. So we can't. This is just in America. I guess so. Or be international <laughs> organize your home office day. Hmm. Um, Why? What about the people who can't afford home, home offices, man? Why are we disparaging them? I don't know, man. I do not know. Want to play a game? I, I do, but also, okay. Yeah. Let's play the game. I got a couple of things I want to talk about too. Oh no, no. Let, let, let's wait. I was just stalling. Do I we want to tease people? Should we tease them on the, like what's coming up? Why are you telling me what's coming up? Well, let's just say it. let's just say somebody else got canceled today, and I've got two things that I want to quiz you about on this day in history. Okay, let's do it. And then, but we could do yours first. Now, mine's a little bit more. I just grabbed mine off the internet. Oh, sure. I, I, this will be just knowledge. Let's just do. Let's just do this. Um. Yeah, Meatballs is a classic Bill Murray movie, by the way. So maybe it's national. We love the movie Meatballs. Yeah. Rick Sanford III, you're right. It's a great movie. Rick Sanford, though, uh, not to get us off on a, t- a tangent, does Meatballs stand up to today's scrutiny? I don't know. There's some movies that don't make it. Cause right. It, right. So, it might not because I've not seen it in a while. Yeah. Like if they were to re-air it, it might get canceled. Yeah. Uh, because there are some... I mean, there are people pulling each other's pants down during a basketball game. Can't you be suspended? And um, there's probably some. You're on a list. You pull yeah. some pants down at a high school game just to make fun of them. You're you're on a list. As you I, should be. Getting the pants in public should not have ever happened. However, but if you're going backwards in time, which is a whole nother debate. Yeah. You know, but. Um, so I was watching 
uh, oh, I had an idea for a TV show when I was watching TV, even though we don't do TV shows anymore. By the way, side note. Gosh, I'm going to subject change all this. Catherine and Reeve. Subject change. So tomorrow, I've if whenever you listen, now I'm just talking to John on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. At 7 o'clock, uh, I believe. I might do it at 6 or 7. But I want to see if you want to jump in. I'm introducing, I'm, um, I'm introducing Martha Quinn from MTV to Clubhouse. She just signed up for the app. She's a friend of mine. And you do this thing on Clubhouse where you go, hey, everyone, meet so-and-so. And everybody who's kind of listening in on all the rooms, if you don't know what Clubhouse is, think of AOL chat rooms and AM radio. You can <laughs> an app and it's just people talking about subjects and you can kind of just listen in like you're listening into a conference call and you have speakers and there's I, I kind of like it. It's kind yeah. of backwards because there's no video, but I'm introducing Martha because she signed up uh, and I'm like, I'll show you how the app works. Let's just uh, chat in a room and let everyone ask questions. But I think it's kind of cool because obviously Martha Quinn, one of the OG yeah. on MTV introduced all of us to MTV and music videos. I just think it's kind of cool that I've grown into now knowing her and being friends with her. And I'm introducing her to a format that is very geeky, but it's just weird as somebody who was waiting for a cable system to show up so I can watch MTV. And yes, it's very cool. And I have questions I would like to ask her. I grew up on MTV. I grew up on that stuff. I know. I mean, you know, when cable first came out, like MTV gigantic. And if you were a VJ on MTV, you were a mega star immediately, really. And so everyone knows her that is our age. And I, I don't know her history. I'd like to know, like, how did she get that job? Was she, she already come on tomorrow at, at I think six or seven. I'll, I'll text you. That's the thing about clubhouse is you can't, it's not like Facebook where you can post stuff. I also have some invites. I, I think the whole app is invite only. Maybe we'll give out some invites. Let me see. Okay. So, um, was that, was I about to, Oh yeah, I was about to read you. Again. Oh, I don't know. I, oh, I got, I could do something here. Uh, whatever you want to do. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, let me just get done with this. <laughs> I don't know why. And All this right. is the wrong song. I just want oh, because I thought about I don't want to say it because I think it might be a good idea. But anyway, my brain last night went to sitcom characters, right? And what they did for a living. Because right. every comedian I see, and they're all good shows. The the comedian becomes a teacher. I, I can name like five oh, yeah. with comedians. Welcome that, back, Cotter. Um, show. Um, there's a couple other ones. Rhodes, Tom Rhodes. Yeah, maybe because comics are just good at rants, and you just put the comics in front of the classroom, and then that's where they can do their stand-up. I don't, or bar owners, right? Like, so right. it's it's always so. I started thinking of all the different um professions that sitcom characters had, okay. and it's the same four. Like, no one ever. So I, I have some for you, and you can uh, guess. Ready? Uh, okay. My yeah. music's going to run out. Damn it. We need good. What's this? I don't want to do ukulele. I like this Motown one. Sorry. Use oh, I like Motown, dude. Sam Cooke. Oh, my Amazing God. Motown is great. Okay. Now I'm getting all over the place. Here we go. Steve Keaton, the father on Family Ties, is employed as is employed as what? An architect. 
a chauffeur, a chef, or public television station manager? Architect. You know how I I know I'm right, by the way. God, I hope I'm right. Am I right? You're wrong. No, I'm not. Was a manager at WKS. What? Public television station. God almighty. All right, there we go. Hang on a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Greg Brady was the architect. Greg Brady was. Yeah. Okay. That's sorry. Okay. I got those two confused because they're both dads on the sitcom. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. All right, yeah. here's the next one. Cliff Clavin of the sitcom Cheers held what job? Which one? Oh, Cliff. Yeah. I'm just gonna say the name and you're gonna have to uh was he a doctor, a lawyer, a secretary, mail carrier. Well, when you said Cliff, I thought the mail guy. And there was a mail carrier on Cheers, but I, I don't know if his name was Cliff, but I, I think it's the not, mail guy. Mail guy, you are correct. Okay. I'm not going to throw you off with the thing. So, oh, here's one. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Dorothy Zorbanak of Golden Girls mm. worked as what? This would be Dorothy of Golden Girls. Was she a lawyer? Substitute teacher, interior decorator, factory worker. All right. I've purposely got out of the comment section, so I'm not cheating because I know people know this and I don't. And I didn't watch every episode of the Golden Girls. I liked the Golden Girls when I would stumble across it, but this is my teen years. I wasn't going to watch old women. By the way, speaking of Golden Girls, they said their age on the show, like they dated a guy. And they yep. said, well, how old? And they made a joke. I'm older than the than the guy they were dating on the Golden Girls that they made Back a then. joke about his age. Wow. So we're older <clears throat> than the women in Golden Girls. Well, I that's depressing. True, which is not true because, you know, I know w- women our age, they don't look. Or I don't know. Maybe I just always think that you look older because I was 11 when I watched them. You know how it get it gets locked in your brain? Yeah. Which one was Dorothy? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I'm I just going to pick one. No in- Blanche. Well, hold on. I don't want to get too far ahead. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm just going to pick one then. Um, interior. You said designer. Was one of them a designer? Uh, lawyer, interior decorator, factory worker, substitute teacher. Interior decorator. Uh no, she's a substitute teacher. Yeah, see, here we go. Here's I one. didn't. Wa- I didn't watch that show enough to know. Well, there's three more questions about uh, so you, you might want to. She was a teacher. Thank see, you. Lathea got it right. Okay, here we go. Doctor Jason Seaver held the household of growing pains. Was what type of doctor? Was he a cardiac surgeon, a psychiatrist, a podiatrist, or an optometrist? Oh, what is an optometrist again? That is a eye doctor. No. Better, worse, better. I think worse. he he was a psychologist. You are correct. Yes. Lied to these. Alice Keaton, the mother of Family Ties, held what high-powered job? Lawyer, architect, doctor, 
cosmetologist. Lawyer. I'm just going for it. Architect. Architect. No. Architect. Okay, a couple more. Norm Peterson, a regular fixture in Cheers, did what? Was a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, or an architect? Just Norm from Cheers. An accountant. Correct. Boom. Um, Cosby Show. Uh, rapist. All right. So next one. Um, Rose from the Golden Girls mm-hmm. was employed at what job? Rose. I don't know who's. Oh, Rose. <laughs> right. Uh, that's the oldest Rose. one, right? What? Was she the oldest uh, one of the Rose, Golden Girls? Uh, with Betty White. Oh, Ro- oh, Betty White was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So fast food worker. Factory worker, doctor, or grief counselor? Uh, factory worker. Oh, my my internet's spooling out. You're doing the max headroom, but you're good now. I don't know, maybe I was pulling on the cord. Uh, Rose played Betty White, was initially employed as a grief counselor. In later seasons, uh, she found work as an assistant at a television station. I don't remember them working. <laughs> I Do don't you? either. I, don't I thought the idea was work. they were retired. Like yeah. living together, retired. That's what I thought they were. I didn't know they had jobs. But I, again, I didn't watch it enough to know because when it was popular, and I'm not saying it's not a great show, it's so obviously I'm- a great show. And the ones that I watch, I like. Okay. Here's but I, I, I was at an age where I didn't care for that. Yeah, you were, well, we were 12. We wanted to watch Yeah, not ladies that we were. All right. I don't even know if you'll get this guy. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the guy's name first and not tell you what show he's on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna double it. We'll end it on this. Willie Tanner is a dad on a show. Do you know what show? Willie Tyler and Lester. No. Um Willie. Oh, 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 the Muppet. Uh the guy the thing that ate cats. Um, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Alf. Alf! Okay, so he worked at a what job? Lawyer, teacher, social worker, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Social worker. <laughs> well, one more. One more. All right. Uncle Jesse. Oh, here we go. Okay. Worked that, at- you know who Uncle Jesse is, right? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uncle Jesse. He worked at, was he a, how do I say it? Exterminator. Radio host, advertising agent, or all the above? Quick question, valid question. Okay. There were two Uncle Jesse's, Uncle Jesse's in the sitcom world. There was one from Dukes of Hazard, and there's one from Full House. Ooh. Which Uncle Jesse are we talking wow. about? Full House. Now, Uncle Jesse is played by. An actor by the name of John Stamos. And I happen to have his little brother, Marcus Stamos, on my show, Country-ish. So and I think I saw Marcus Stamos in here watching us live earlier. So I want to put that question on Marcus Stamos. What was oh, your my- brother's character, Uncle Jesse, playing? In full house, I'm gonna count from three to one. If I don't see it, I'm just gonna th- give you my answer. Five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. Oh, he says exterminator. Actually, it's a trick question. He was all of the above. 
so you're not wrong, Marcus. You're not wrong, Marcus. Um, Blanche from Golden Girls, since mm-hmm. I brought her up. Um, do you, do you want to guess what that one is? Uh, no. Blanche was either a school teacher, worked at an art museum, worked at a bar, or worked at a beauty parlor. Beauty parlor. Wrong. She was worked at the um, employed at an art museum. <laughs> I've been watching the art museum. Like, like cozy TV, uh-huh. whatever channels that are, that just shows old shows and you watch the same commercials. It's for I can tell you the commercials. Is that on the Pluto network? The Pluto TV thing? Because I have really not good. Been, but uh these are on that cause TV or whatever it's called. And it, every commercial is for Hurricane, Hurricane Kane. Uh, some Medicare <laughs> right. thing, and then there's a person like old people are on a phone and they're asking questions about that the healthcare. Mm-hmm. But the reads are really weird for me. You've done commercials. The reads are. Can you tell me about? Well, will I get to keep my prescription drugs? Like it's really <laughs> bad. They're not it's it, they're actors. They're it's not real people. That's weird. And it's but it's such a bad read. Like you know how before we were mad at the consumer cellular guy where he's just walking with his coffee and he's kind of being a dick, and his his wife is is talking on the phone. Yes, remember that commercial? Like he's wearing a flannel shirt and they're at their cabin. Oh, the guy's twitchy. <laughs> yeah, and he's just real. He's real disinterested. And she's like, "Consumer cellular for seniors." Above. He's it's so five twitchy. It's yeah. five, and he's just he's like this, and she's on the phone talking to yeah. <laughs> when that commercial came out. I think I told Jody, I'm like, that dude is acting his ass off right now. He has nothing to do, but we can't take our eyes off of it because he's Mr. Twitch. He's like, as she's talking, he's like, like, I'm actively, I'm actively listening to you as I'm holding my coffee. And I've been then now I will drink the coffee. And I, but I'm still listening to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the wife isn't going, can you stop hovering, please? Like, just- <laughs> <laughs> if you're standing next to somebody on the phone, do you like sit there? You you would leave anyway. Yeah, no, that's funny. So the acting's bad on those networks. Uh, old There's, commercials, the acting is bad. You grow into those commercials, like the her. I, I would love that. Like if I found an old VHS tape of like you know a Golden Girls episode that I recorded from 1991, half of the enjoyment would be watching the commercials from that time as well. I think I wouldn't, I would not fast forward through the commercials because it would be like a time capsule reminiscing. Uh, and I bet I would enjoy it better. I've watched uh, commercial videos on YouTube of just 1978 toys, like right around Christmas tra- time when they, yeah. you know, stomper four by four. And then you'd have all the GI Joe guys and the tr- like more mm-hmm. tracks that had a, their matchbox cars that had a huge kitchen with no furniture in it. I'd always think, Oh man, if I had a, a house like that or a full room, with all this, with all this bullshit carpeting and chairs. Yeah, dude. My like, well, let me ask you some history questions real quick. Do, do okay. I need let me, yeah, I'll, I'll let you choose which one you want to go first. You want to go 1993 or you want to go to 1983? Let's go 83. Okay. March 8th, 1983. Oh, look, I got this is somewhat 80s. Okay. Yeah. March the 8th, 1983. Something 
that the president said? Do you want to take a guess at anything? Maybe, I mean, it's going to be hard for you to get this, but uh, you, you, if you know who the president was in 83? Yeah, that would be Gorbachev uh, tearing down these walls. Very good guess. It was Ronald Reagan was our president. Gorbachev was the uh, president of the USSR. Yeah. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I was just having fun. Um, but Reagan said something about the USSR. It's the, uh, it's the second time he called them the evil empire. I do not know what he said. Yeah. So apparently, like in a speech before this, he referred to the USSR Soviet as the evil empire. And it was sort of like off the heels of Star Wars. Because Star Wars referred to um, the empire as the evil empire. Right. And then Reagan started saying it, and some people loved it and some people hated it. But he said it for the second time in 1983, the evil empire. Oh, so that was the – okay. Right? Isn't that neat? Is neat. All right. My jacket's getting cold. Do you want to – now we're going to go 1993. 1993, let me – let's – Time capsule it for a second. Oh, wait a minute. Well, you know, I got my what a- jacket, of course. It's uh, uh it's 1993. Bad. I was just graduating from college, I believe. I don't know. Um, maybe moving to Chicago. It's when grunge was kind of kind of happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of blind melon. Oh, yeah, dude. Live my life a vivid flame. I like watching the puddles gather rain. It's all there. Like, um, uh, uh, word. Oh, wait, that we, oh, blind melon. Blind melon. Uh, oh, 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 gosh. There's another oh. one. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. No, what am I thinking of? All right, so yes, 1993, March the 8th, something premiered on MTV. We were just talking about MTV. What premiered big time, 1993, that just... Oh, I got it. True true story. This is the story of Susan and Vidville. Do you remember the... Yep. You're talking about the real world. Real world. And by the way, that was the theme song. That what you're doing is the theme song to the very first real world. And that was that country dude. And it was his time. He go, true story. It was like, he was going to be the Garth Brooks. Yeah. Yo, dude. But it's one, my hairpiece. What? But but that's not the answer I'm looking for. Okay. It was on MTV. Then yo, MTV raps. Beavis and butthead, dude. Beavis, the very first episode of Beavis and Butthead came out in 1993 on this day. Um, and that's to me, is one of the best things ever made. You know what sucks about now is I think I'm going to replay Beavis and Butthead. They don't have the rights to a lot of the videos. And so the, the stuff I've seen online or whatever it's on now doesn't have the video part of them. Huh. Like it just their stories, but it's not it's not them sitting in front of um oh crapping on the videos. Right. Which ruined like winger 
your <laughs> was done after Beavis and Butthead. Like they Beavis just and Butthead ruined Winger. Yeah, and in a weird way, kind of made ACDC. It's because they were kind of poking fun of ACDC a tiny bit. Yeah. Just yeah. because one of them had the ACDC shirt on, one that had Metallica. They always made fun of uh, Nelson, too. <laughs> yeah. Like it was Nelson Winger. I don't know who was on the Butthead hit list. <laughs> Dude, because we all knew those guys. We all knew. I, knew. I know exactly those two dudes in my high school. I miss being uh, that type of because you, we were also younger then. So I don't know if you have the younger person enthusiasm, but just seeing new stuff like that. Was, was so exciting mm-hmm. and time, it really time stamped a certain part you know yeah if you just repeat it everybody would just repeat stuff you go to the bar hey, I'm for my bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. i mean mike judge might be one of the most brilliant comedic minds to come out of that that genre and still today like his movies do not get the credit that they deserve and they're great so good yeah. So like good. the movie where um oh it predicted the future, the dumbing down of America. Yeah. Uh do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh audacity. Not audacity. No, uh, um, idiocracy. Idiocracy. I know it had a, a yeah. CY in it. Let's give people homework. If you've not seen the movie Idiocracy, and it came out what 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah. Watch Idiocracy. Mike Judge kind of predicts where I feel like we've been headed for the last 10 years anyway, in a weird way. Like in that movie, the president of the future is a professional wrestler. Yeah, in reality. There's a scene where they go to a Walmart. And when they walk in the Walmart, it's as big as like an entire city indoors. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, and they walk in and the guy and the greeter is this like big overweight guy who's just beat down. He goes, welcome to Walmart. We love you. <laughs> I think it get away with the greeter doing that kind of stuff. Anyway, watch Idiocracy. It's to me, one of the best. It's so underrated. And that's a Mike Judge creation. So there's your homework. Also, shout out and uh, another thing, not a shout out. Uh, I'm saying this sarcastically. Pepe Le Pew got canceled. The cartoon Pepe Le Pew. But I, we saw that one coming. Uh, that guy gave me the heebie-jeebies back when I was a kid watching it. Pepe Le Pew was, was definitely uh, cross boundaries. I knew that as a kid. Right. Just, it was, yeah. Like, like he literally look look at at the camera and go this girl she plays hard to get no and then like yeah no she's yeah uh, first of all a lot of- he was pretending to be a cat like he was already lying right and then he tried to like like drug him I don't know with his I don't know I feel like maybe his scent well first if he's a skunk he's gotta he's gotta try harder I guess he's gotta get over that smell right. They try to be a cat. Yeah, I know a lot of people I saw were upset about it, as he should, because it, he was very, he was rapey. And like Chappelle talked about he, but who watches old Bugs, like we did. They also had Bugs, I remember out, like them taking shotguns and shooting each other right in the face. 
<laughs> literally shooting, <laughs> right? Because right? he's going and then Daffy, right. whatever, whatever, who's the duck? Yeah, the bill would get blown around. It would get blown and all the way up and stuff. Like, so the whole cartoon, you could kind of, if you go to today's standard, is a little, is a little. Uh, yeah, and then, oh, yeah, Ray makes a good point. Marvin the Martian tried to destroy Earth every episode, which would include everyone that Pepe Le Pew was trying to rape. I mean, like, he, if you go up on a scale, uh, Marvin the Martian was the worst because he tried uh, to destroy yeah. every person on earth. Uh, Cindy saying Roadrunner be pulled next. And yeah, I mean, you could go coyote is animal cruelty, cruelty, right? You could really run the, the whole cartoon through the filter. Yeah. I don't know if Foghorn Leghorn got canceled. Oh, he did. Uh, uh, that's what Rick is saying. Really Southern. Is that what you, I don't remember? Well, he sounds yeah, you're very doing it all wrong. Son, you're doing it all. You're doing it all. He does sound very plantation ownery. <laughs> did, you know did he ever say or do anything? I don't know. I gotta go oh, back and watch it because when you're a kid, you just watch this stuff. You don't think about it. You're just laughing nerd, at the cartoon. The uh, the nerd kid who won't, who won't play baseball, right? He just wanted to study. It's the only person I remember Foghorn kind of messing with was the chicken. I'm oh, a, oh yeah, chicken hawk. I'm a chicken. Yeah, yeah. Which that I think is is that a gay term now? Chicken hawk. There's something like a hawk. Uh, there's there's something if you're an older dude and you. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, something. Um, what well, I, I, I think any, we had uh, a good episode though. I think I feel like we did pretty good in here today. What Efren and Reef shameless plugs. Where you at in the next? Uh, oh, Chattanooga. Pardon me, boy. As I'm the Chattanooga choo-choo. I can't have a Now, I want you get? I'll be in Chattanooga March 19 and 20 at the Comedy Catch Comedy Club. Come see me. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Uh, nice. Next weekend, I'll be in Nashville. And then next month, what are we, March? April? Yeah. No, We're still April. in March. Next month. March. Next month will be April. April, I am in uh, Tempe Improv. Feels like oh. I got an improv, and I think that will hopefully I'm COVID vaccined up by then. Um, My mom got her shot today. Uh, I think in North Carolina, they're giving it's gonna be, they're going to start doing it. The next step will be fifty five and up. So yeah, I'm, Michigan switching to fifty, and I feel like oh, I'm in that demo. They they just did it where you don't have to be a teacher, you don't have to be a. a first responder you can just be 50 if you went to high school in the 80s you just get to get your shot because you're 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 50 um you know what i want to do just uh i know i need according to rick sanford the third chicken hawking is picking up transvestites on purpose so john you were kind of close it was something i didn't know it was a thing yeah 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 yeah. so i don't know before we go i want to I don't know. I, I like music, but I don't know. I don't want it to be disrespectful. No, hold on. It's no. not too late to share. You can share this at any time. Even if you share it at the end, uh, other people will get to watch it later. So share um, it, it, there's no, there's no timestamp on the sharing. You could do that anytime. And, uh, you know, check out Heffern and reap.com sometime while John looks for other stuff. I'll tell you Heffern and reap.com. You can watch old episodes 
You could be a Patreon supporter if you actually did want to do more than just share. We'll take it, you know. So uh, what you got, buddy? I just got to share this story, and I, and I want it to be upbeat, but yet it's also going to be sad. Okay. But it's also, I'm only ending the show for a, a positive message. So I'm wearing a, you can't see it. It says. The palace. Yeah. Alan, if you want to go full shot of me, are you there? No? Okay. Um, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there it is. The palace of Auburn Hills. Okay. We can uh, go back to John. So. Um, I had a buddy that worked at the palace, worked for the Vipers, worked at Pine Knob. Uh, he was a guy that I probably got every concert ticket I've ever been to. I got from him over the last 25, 30 years, or probably about 20 years. He comes to every one of my shows at the Comedy Castle. And before I would perform uh, at the Comedy Castle for that week, I'd always go, what show are you coming at? You're going to hear some of the same material. Should I do this bit? Should I not? And he would go do the Harmony House bit that da, da, da. I'm bringing people who've never heard it. And then after I would do my show, I'd always text them or we'd talk and I go, how was it? And give me feedback. And the last year we've been talking about opening up things together. Um, yeah. Like venues and, and maybe a comedy club and da, 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 da. So last time I performed at the castle, which was a month or last month, uh, I was too late. Well, not too late. It was COVID. So I didn't want to go out into the crowd and see anybody because that's just what, you know, it was everybody was social distancing. So he texts me this and I'll show you the thing, Alan, if you want to show it. He sent you a text. All right. So there's the text, right? So, hey, didn't get to say sup because usually I run out and that's what he says. Dude, you rocked it. Great job. Somebody laughs, whatever. So, okay, you can take it down. Um, okay, that was February 13th at 8 p.m. But I didn't go out there. I tried to find him. I'm like, eh, I'll just see him next time, whatever. Long story short, he, that my buddy Eric, uh, Derek, <laughs> passed away yesterday. I didn't know. Oh. He had a heart attack. He went to the doctor. The doctor said, hey, you have AFib. Let's get you healthy. And then he passed away. So I, the, I've been stewing on that text going, if, if I would have just left the green room, kind of, you know, I would have had to maybe sprint, uh, you know, five feet and I could have ran into him. But I had the mentality, as most of us do, of I'll see that person again. Mm-hmm. He's a dude. I don't I don't need I'll, I'll text them after and we'll we'll talk and that da, 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 right. so. I've been thinking about that text, obviously, when something when someone like that, and we weren't like super great, great friends, but I talked to him a lot. So I just want to tell everybody that if you get a chance or you have that feeling that you need to talk to somebody, even if it's something dumb, like just going through four people just to shake your hand goodbye or whatever, just take that moment because it's mm-hmm. weird how life happens like that where suddenly somebody, you know, was with right. you and then you just go, oh, I should have. And we had, you know, that wasn't our last conversation. So I did talk to him after that, not physically see him. And he always got me tickets for everything. So I'm glad we had a really fun conversation that I'm not going to share. And it wasn't me asking him for Sam Hunt lawn tickets at Pine Knob. So, yeah, that's good. That That's, you know, well, <laughs> my condolences and I'm sure I'm sure he knows that. And uh, there's no way not to feel 
that way. Especially when somebody our our age. Yeah. Like, what? You're not that's not supposed life life is short, Shane Flint. Life is short. Embrace it. Uh, never uh, try not to uh, skip to- over an opportunity to say thank you or appreciate you or yeah. Any so with I'm, that being said, let me let me take I'm this opportunity down. to tell John Herfrin, I love you, buddy. I love you too, John. And I hope you're doing well. My eyebrows. Your eyebrows look great. Maybe that's what it is. It's see, making me, I'm drawn into your. Do you see how they're lighter here? Uh huh. Do you see? This is a good. Perfect, dude. I'm jealous. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Good lord. I wish Alan could. We're gonna figure out the well, way to zoom in to do the town swap, which we got to talk about next week. Yeah. Look, I might be on the show from Nashville, maybe. I got to figure out my travel schedule. But when we do the town swap, maybe I take you to my new guy and we do a little makeover for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take me to your guy, dude. Um, If you don't have Venmo, get that ready. (laughs) And also, I don't know if anyone's on Clubhouse. If you are, follow me. And I'm talking to Martha Quinn tomorrow. John Reeves is going to be on for a little bit. He's got other, he's got his country ish podcast that he's doing that he's got to run off to. But, you know, we're trying to get all over the place. Right. Our swap idea. I've been thinking we have to do that in the next couple months. We, we need to do it. We need to have uh let's me, you and the Alan Jackson schedule a real like zoom a meeting. meeting to talk about it at, at length. Stenographer. A court stenographer would be good. Someone to keep the minutes of our meeting. I would just like that. I would just like somebody sitting with those old things. And just, as we talk, they're like, click, click, yeah. click, click, click. And we're like, uh, can you read back? Uh, and then they say, you said you want Arby's. Thank you. I and do that sometimes in my show. Like if I forget where I'm at in a story, like someone breaks a glass or something happens, it takes me off track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go back. Okay. Where was I? And then someone will go like, Oh, you said, I'll go. Great. You are now my court stenographer for the rest of the night. If I forget something, I'm coming to you and I need you to, you know, I'll do that whole thing. I love court stenographers. Uh, and we love you for watching and listening and Appreciate sharing it. this episode of of Heffern and Reap. I'm not sure what number we're on, but we like doing it. And we like it more if you like it and you share it. And uh, give us a subscription or a, um, a review on iTunes. Check Do, do check out HeffernandReap.com from time to time. We built a website for your uh, entertainment and joy and ease. So check that out every now and then, right? MySpace page, I'm thinking. Right. What if we got everybody back on MySpace? I think it's probably still there. It is. I looked at my my thing and the, the top you'll see your your top five friends have changed though, FYI. Oh. Remember you picked the top five? It's not Tom anymore. It's not it's whoever you put in there. It's this the things have changed. Oh, it hasn't changed. So my top five would still it, be my top five from back then. Yes, it's like a journal. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And so, <laughs> try to log back onto it. Let's bring, I'm bringing MySpace back. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Take us out, Rick Sanford the third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, 80s church and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. 
Martins. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what... 